Monday, it's very important to get on out there and get your voice heard and go vote. We have the beautiful Kim and the amazing Mark dynamic duo. They are in Vail Village at the International Bridge. We have John Wayne Smith coming in studio to talk to me all about horses. He is the horse whisperer. It's going to be an awesome Tuesday. So get that cup of coffee, sit right there, sit back, relax, because Good Morning Vail starts right now. All right, everybody, Mark Sassy live here in Vail Village on the International Bridge. Uh, I've got Kim hanging out with me. We're going to pull her on camera in just a second, her first day out in the field with the remote camera. we got Gretchen in the studio. We're going to take a look at that weather forecast right here in Vail right now. Perfectly clear skies, not a lick of wind at all, and uh, temperatures, I think, are probably going to be in the maybe upper 20s, very low 30s. Giving you a look at that weather report for the day, we are going to see... We're gonna see warm temperatures today to start. 45 at 8 a.m. Now this right here, just so you can understand, is kind of like the warm before the storm because there is some moisture coming our way tonight, tomorrow, and the next day. We'll see a high in Vail today of about 55 degrees. We're gonna have uh, mostly sunny skies. Breezy though, it is gonna be windy, some heavy gusts. We're gonna see winds out of the west-southwest at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Keep in mind, we're four days away from Vail opening for the 23-24 ski season. Your hourly forecast, 40s to start, 50s midday. Our warmest time of the day, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon with a high of 55 once again. Clear this morning and sunny, mostly sunny, partly cloudy into the afternoon, and then cloud cover into the evening. Denver temperatures today, pretty warm down there, 74 and sunny. 55 for Vail, 59 for Avon, and 61 for Eagle. Tonight, we're going to see uh, partly cloudy skies, a 50% chance of uh, some snow shower activity. Once again, winds out of the west-southwest at 10 to 15 and a low of about 33 degrees. Now, as we jump ahead, your five-day forecast is going to break away into opening day. For Wednesday, we're going to see 39 for high in Vail. Snow showers, about a 60%. For Thursday, 40 for the high temperature in Vail. Partly cloudy skies with a 50% chance of more moisture coming our way. For Friday, opening day for Vail Mountain, we're going to see mostly sunny skies. Actually, mostly funny skies, 42 degrees for that high temperature, and that is opening day, remember that. So there'll be a lot of action in Vail Village and in Lion's Head for those opening days. Saturday, 46 and sunny. Sunday, 52 and sunny. All right, there's a look at your weather. Cam, <laughs> get in here. The warm before the storm. You like that? I love that. And it's the simple truth. It is, a, it is a real thing. Yeah. Not being a meteorologist, but I know this. <laughs> We're experts. Did they have that in Park City? Way. They have the warm before the storm? We have the warm before the storm, yeah. for sure. But it's a yeah. real thing. It's definitely a, a little chillier than I anticipated. So <laughs> this is Kim's first day coming out with me. She's always been in the studio, and we've been trying to make this happen since, uh, for, I mean, honestly, for months. Yeah. Really? For months, you know. Mark yeah. was, uh, gave me the, the initial tour in studio. Now he's giving me the initial tour.
territory out in the field. Always a pleasure. And this is a treat. <laughs> this is a fun thing to be able to go out and, and share with everybody what's going on in real time. And, and, you know, in the past, we've been able to take this system up on the mountain and ski before all the skiers got up on the hill so they could see how much snow and what the temperatures were like and things. So same idea. We're just doing it from, obviously, from Vail Village today, and it is pretty mild out here. And we are, what, four days away from? Four days away from Vail Mountain opening, and I am so excited. You know, this will be my first season officially as a local, and I just can't wait. I can't but wait. But you're a Park City skier. I am. Uh, you so know. you're going to be up here and be like, <laughs> eh, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. You know I, hear, I heard there's some competition between the snow consistency, so we'll see how it goes, but I'm excited. Hey, ultimately, right, though, Kim, it's like skiing is skiing, snowboarding is snowboarding. If you can get up there and... And, and find some peace on the mountain for the day and have fun, whether it's powder or corduroy, whether it's steep or groomed or whatever, as long as it's, are you like one of those people that likes to smile when you're skiing? <laughs> I smile at everything that I do. <laughs> so the answer is yes. <laughs> anyway, so opening day at Vail, uh, things are gonna get happening at the base of Gandhi One and in Lion's Head at the base of the Born Free Express. Uh, they're gonna have lifts opening at nine o'clock. There's gonna be DJs at both areas spinning. So the DJs spin at eight, the lifts spin at nine. Well, I know we'll have a, we'll have some of our very own out in the field. Are you gonna be out there? Uh, you know, I'm gonna be holding it down in the studio, but we'll have Gretchen and Robbie out in the field and they'll be interviewing all How the fun. crowd, hyping the crowd, you know, getting all of the opening day excitement on film so that those that aren't here can see it. And I would typically be out there with y'all, but I'm gonna be in uh, Playa del Carmen yeah, we really live a rough life here in the Vail Valley. I gotta go do a wedding. I'm orchestrating a wedding. Anyways, opening day, there's gonna be a free coffee, free hot chocolate, strudel. I like strudel. strudel. And uh, they're gonna be giving away prizes. There's a, always a competition. It probably was like this at Park City for uh, who gets first rod, who gets the first chair, yep. right? And people spend the night out here. Uh, I remember being in Lion's Head years ago, and there were people making bacon and eggs right there in the lift line on their little jet jet dry, their jet stove. Making bacon and eggs. You fuel the protein before you get out there. And, and they spent the up. night sleeping out there in their sleeping bags. And uh, uh, there's actually a whole movie about those guys, um, first chair people here in Vail. Yeah. yeah, we had them on the show a couple of weeks ago. So. Oh, you did? Be, we did. It's going to be exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> All right. So uh, you got Kim and I out here. We have Gretchen in the studio. And uh, we'll be right back. It's uh, what's today. Today's the seventh day of November. Seventh day. Four okay. days till bail opens. Two and a half weeks till Thanksgiving. Oh, it's going to be exciting. The holidays are here. We'll be right back with our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Bill. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall, it's hard to miss. Come and say hi, give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, you know today is Tuesday, Election Day, and Kim got a chance to sit down with the superintendent and talk about how important it is to go and vote. So let's check that out. Good Morning Vale. And we're back. I'm very excited about our next guest because he's here to discuss a very important issue. I've got Phil Qualman, who is the superintendent of Eagle County School District, to talk about all things local education and in the state and beyond. Phil, how are you? I'm well. Good morning, Ken. <laughs> Great to have you here. So I am very excited about this conversation because education is so important and, you know, it is the building blocks of our society and our, and our futures. So you are superintendent of Eagle County School District. Mm -hmm. Tell me a bit about your role and what you do there. Thanks, Kim. Oh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Uh, I manage uh, 21 schools uh, for all of Eagle County. Okay. Uh, we have about 6,500 kids. And uh, I heard Gretchen's weather report. <laughs> and uh, that means that one of my most important jobs is about to get started, which is calling snow days. <laughs> I'm sure the kids love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the teachers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. So uh, in regard to your role, how long have you been a superintendent? Tell me a bit about that. I've been superintendent for five years now okay. and been with the school district for 20. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Great. So you've obviously seen a lot of change and, and especially in the state of Colorado. Mm -hmm. I think one of the interesting pieces of Colorado is we are a beautiful state. We do all of the fun things. We invest in all the activities in the state parks, but we're underfunded in the education side of things. So tell me a bit about how that affects you specifically. Yeah, we certainly are. Uh, we, we have 178 school districts in Colorado, mm -hmm. and we're competing for a very small pool of qualified applicants for educators. Mm -hmm. So uh, the fact that our state is one of the lowest funded in the nation makes it hard for us to compete nationally. So we find ourselves even battling internally for those few quality applicants that are available. And especially here in the Valley, because mm -hmm. there are so many issues surrounding bringing teachers in. You know, for sure. what does the housing look like? You know, sure. are we are they being paid? competitively mm -hmm. and and how do you do that so that's a that's a struggle that you are constantly battling daily yeah that's one of our biggest struggles uh the last couple of years we almost three years now we've had about 10 percent vacancy in the organization wow uh, we have about a thousand employees including all of our instructors uh support staff and we've had about 10 percent vacancy mm. and and that's a lot of people to to you know have open positions mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that we offer 10 percent less school sure. right so we're still doing the same job uh, with fewer people, and it's exhausting. It's really tiresome. Uh, so we're, we're trying to be competitive. Out of those 178 school districts in the state, it's been my goal to keep us in the top 10 in, in our base pay for teachers. Okay. And we've been doing really well at that, but, but this year uh, we dropped to 15th. Wow. And that just makes it harder for us to, to get people to, to come here. Uh, and on top of that, as you mentioned, cost of living mm -hmm. here is very high. Uh, the first question that people ask when we offer a position is, uh, what do you have for affordable housing? Sure. And unfortunately, we, we don't have enough to meet the demand. Um, we've made some pretty significant efforts in it, but we need to do a lot more. 
there's definitely a lot. There are newer builds happening in, in apartment complexes, mm -hmm. but still not at the rate that we need it. Right, Absolutely. right, right. Now, have you seen an, an uptick in student enrollment with post-pandemic as people mm -hmm. have been able to work a little bit more remotely and parents maybe are moving their kids to a better quality of living versus other cities and, and the return that drives yeah. all the prices up? Yeah, I, I think we were the beneficiary of that migration pattern mm -hmm. during COVID. Mm -hmm. um, most of the districts in the state saw significant decline in enrollment, and we did not. We saw a uh, pretty stable to uh, a slight decline, but not nearly what the rest of the state faced. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in the last few years, we've been following uh, projections that, that we anticipated, which is a slight decline, but we do see enrollment uh, starting to increase uh, in the next year or two and then continuing in that pattern. And as a result, you need more teachers. We will need more teachers and we will need more space. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that leads into the next one. You know, mm -hmm. We're at the end of October, <clears throat> which means November is historically election month. Right. We have local elections coming up. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about how um, the voters are, can really make an impact on the local school districts. Yeah, we're asking the voters to, to approve two questions. Mm -hmm. um, 5A is a mill levy override, and 5B is a bond question. Mm -hmm. uh, so 5A would, would help us address our, our issue trying to, to be competitive in the market. Uh, it would give us some revenue to get us back into the top 10 uh, for base teacher pay, uh, mm -hmm. but also make us competitive for all those other support positions, um, bus drivers and custodians and um, all the engineers and everybody else that works for us. It really takes a village for, it, it, for it education. Yeah. So explain to me a little bit about, about the mill levy tax. Tell me, mm -hmm. you know, as voters read through their ballots, they may not be as educated and understanding the impact it will truly have on the community. Can you give us a little detail on that? Sure. Uh, so, so 5A is asking for $3.5 million, and the majority of that would go towards, again, uh, trying to make our compensation packages competitive for everybody in, in our organization. Uh, we've got to fill some of these vacancies because it's just getting exhausting for our existing staff. Mm -hmm. um, we've had to cut bus routes, and uh, we have a difficult time doing, doing field trips and even getting all of our kids to sports and activities because... Um, we're understaffed in, in that department, mm -hmm. uh, and we've got custodians working overtime covering multiple buildings, and not to mention our instructional staff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, they're worn down. We, we can't get adequate uh, guest teachers to come in uh, to support them if they need a day off. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's really difficult, and, and what 3A would do is, is give us the ability to get back into the top 10 so we could be competitive. That's great. Yeah. And it really does, you know, you mentioned the custodian staff, mm -hmm. you know, especially here because of the snow, and we've got to make right. sure all of our facilities are clean and right. safe for, right. for the students. Mm -hmm. So there is the bond that's mm -hmm. also coming out. Explain to me about the bond and how voters can really um, prepare themselves ahead of time to decide how they'd like to vote. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll get to, to get to 5B. Yep. Let, let me add one more thing to sure. 5A before sure. we move on. There are a few other things that we need to uh, invest in. Okay. Um, we would like to get some more support uh, in the terms of security for our schools. Yes. And for us, that comes in partnerships with local law enforcement agencies for school resource officers. Um, we share the cost of those personnel and love to have them in our schools, but we'd like to have a few more. Uh, so we would invest in, in that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, mental health supports are, are another piece of that investment. Uh, we, could never, we never have enough counselors. Uh, we never have enough school psychologists or social workers. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to invest in those too. Uh, so there, there, there's more on the, 
on the agenda than, than just the compensation piece. Yeah. But you asked about 5B. <laughs> I did, but I, I love that. Yeah. Actually, I love that it, you kind of just mm -hmm. showed the full spectrum. Yeah. You know, it, it's really important and it's awesome mm -hmm. that as a school district, you provide all of those things and sure. the safety of our children and from a physical and a mental space is, is really important. Yeah, we have to do all of it. Yeah. So 5B is, mm -hmm. is a bond question mm -hmm. uh, where we are basically asking the, the voters to help us support construction. We've got some projects that we need to build, and traditionally the way that schools fund those projects is through a bond question. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're asking for funds to address two of our biggest needs in this community, and I don't think just to the school district, affordable housing mm -hmm. and pre-K capacity. Okay. Uh, so we would like to uh, get a couple of affordable housing projects off the ground, um, one in Gypsum and one in Minturn. Okay. Uh, and we believe that those projects could create another 150 affordable housing units for us. Amazing. That sounds like a lot, uh, but, but we have 1,000 employees. Sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're, we're opening a, a rental unit uh, near Battle Mountain High School in Edwards okay. uh, called Miller Flats. We built 37 units there uh, that will meet the affordability requirements that our staff are looking for. Okay. Uh, but we had 150 applicants. Wow. For 37 units. Wow. So that, and, how that, do you, and how do you choose? Well, yeah. we, 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 we have a system to yeah. figure that out in, 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 a, in a transparent lottery. Mm -hmm. uh, but clearly there were a lot of disappointed folks who didn't get it. Mm -hmm. um, we're also constructing um, eight duplexes in Eagle uh, in partnership with Habitat for Humanity. And those will be for purchase. Uh, but we had 100 applicants for 16 units. Wow. So huge demand. Yeah. And, and every person that we talk to when we offer a position wants to know what we have for affordable housing. If we were able to say yes, I think we could address our staffing shortage mm -hmm. very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so those are two big projects that we would like to get off the ground with these bond dollars. Let's talk about pre-K capacity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Governor Polis uh, recently passed the universal pre-K program in the state. Uh, you'll have to invite me back again another time to give my thoughts on the, the program. Well, I think, open th invite. <laughs> I think the intent was good, but I think the program was half-baked. Okay. <laughs> so we're left to sort out those details. Uh, that program came with no revenue to increase capacity. So we would love to get more kids into pre-K care, but nowhere are we receiving any dollars to build more pre-K capacity. Wow. Already in our valley, we have about 350 uh, children who are on wait list for wow. infant, toddler, or pre-K care. Mm -hmm. That's 350 kids whose families are, are struggling to get to work. Uh, the kids aren't getting the education that they need to be prepared for kindergarten and beyond. Uh, so what we would like to do is also in Gypsum build an early learning center. So basically a, a whole school uh, similar to what we have in Edwards, the Edwards Early Learning Center. Mm -hmm. uh, and that would create a lot of classrooms for pre-K care. Okay. And the Edwards Early Learning Center, when we, when we first transitioned uh, June Creek Elementary into that school during COVID, we were only allowed to do pre-K on the first floor. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but in the last couple of years, those uh, regulations have changed, so we can now convert 10 more upstairs classrooms into pre-K. So we think we can put a big dent into that, those, that wait list of 350 kids. And those aren't just school district employee kids. That's mm -hmm. community-wide. So we would be creating capacity which would help every business, every corner of the community if we can uh, make that space available. Wow. And there's a few other things on, on that, that bond list that are, are less exciting. Like we've got to replace some HVAC systems that are extremely expensive. Those wear out over time. Uh, we've got money in there for security uh, and safety infrastructure uh, improvements that we're excited to, to do to make sure all of our campuses feel safe and secure. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just some general upgrades of some other you know, sports fields and playgrounds, locker rooms those things that have a, about, about a 10 to 12 year 
uh, lifespan, mm -hmm. those start to need to be replaced too. So yeah, we have a lot of projects um, yeah. <laughs> and we've, we've enjoyed a very supportive community in my time here. Like I said, 20 years in this community. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of beautiful schools built uh, that have been great for our kids and for our community. We, we uh, encourage community use of those spaces. Uh, so we're just trying to meet the need, but, but we need to partner and need the help of our community to do so. Well, it's, it's, it's true. Everything that you just mentioned is intertwined. It's not mm -hmm. just for the kids. You know, you've got to replace the systems. You want to make sure things are up to date and new and shiny so that it attracts more staff and teachers and kids Correct. and all of the things. So Correct. it's really important. So where can we go for more information to learn about um, how to vote and learn a little bit more about what the school district is doing? Yeah. Well, you can't ask me how to vote. <laughs> but you can learn. Everybody, you can everybody has their own vote. But, but, but I could tell you that on our district website, eagleschools.net, Okay. Uh, you can find a pop-up screen right there on the front that has factual details, similar to what I just shared, but we'll go into, into more information. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Phil, great to have you on the show. We yeah. appreciate you. Pleasure we'll have to bring you back to explain uh, the, the latest update that you were just telling yeah, me about. Yeah, anytime, anytime. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, stay tuned. We have a very busy second half of this show. We'll be right back after this. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Today, we bring you the first part of our global broadcast exclusive conversation. Streets of Tahrir have once again been filled. Key issues here at the United Nations Climate Change Conference remain unresolved. Police are saying the protesters to move further and further away. I'm Amy Goodman. And I'm Juan Gonzalez. And those are some of the headlines. This is Democracy Now! Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. TV8 Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Vale.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. 
With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. Good morning, Vale. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm very, very excited. I say that a lot, but today is very special for me because I have a dear friend now at this point. I like to call him the horse whisperer, John Wayne Smith from Happy Horse Roadhouse with me. I have to give you a little bit of a, even a better um, moment for yourself because you do everything. Not only do you talk to, hear the horses, you befriend them. You are one with the horses, truly. You're an amazing artist. You are such a, I want you to be a motivational speaker. You already are a motivational speaker but I want you to have that platform you're just an all-around amazing human so how are you doing John <laughs> I'm good I've been up since one o'clock I made the trip up this morning which camera am I looking at? I don't know where I'm doing you can it. just talk to me okay. yeah you're good um, and uh, I'm doing great I got my shoulder replaced since I saw you last right okay thanks to Matt Sider and Vale Summit Orthopedics okay um, shout out like for that. Them. Yeah, I love boy, that it was a rough I didn't think I was gonna get that done it was a challenge to go through that process, and I haven't been to the doctor in 10 years or whatever, and it's just, yeah, <laughs> a the lot whole thing going is very on. daunting, but I got it done, and much better. Good. Uh, the chronic pain, it, it's a life changer, really, so. Good. Well, and John, place. I know since the last time we saw you, you delivered a colt in a blizzard. Is uh, that no, that was, no, that wasn't since I saw oh, you Oh, it wasn't, that okay. That was really the beginning of my story with oh, the horses. Oh, it was the beginning, yes. okay, okay, um, so let's, this is so good, tell we'll me we'll about go back that. and do yeah. a little reminiscing about that. Yeah. Um, really, my story with the horses started taking in an injured mare Oh, okay. in, in okay. the fall, and it was snowy and cold, and anyway, I took her in, uh, got her nurse back to health. She had a fetlock injury, and um, she stuck around, and she was pregnant, and she went into labor while she was there, oh, Okay. and I watched, and I thought, wow, this is amazing, and then she got hung up, oh. and it was her first foal, I believe, and so I had to put down the camera, was filming, and I had to put right. down the camera. Okay. and actually go put hands on her. I'd never put hands on her before. I had just, you know. Right. Was, and I put, yeah, I had to deliver that foal. It took all I could to do it in a blizzard with the stallion standing at her head, giving her Lamaze coaching, I swear. Wow. I mean, it was very interesting. And her and I got into this, this uh, groove where I knew, you know, each contraction we would talk it through and she would breathe, and then she would have the next contraction. And uh, I got, I had to... Mm -hmm. Open the birth sack and get one of the hooves that worked out because it got hung up underneath. And you had never and, and researched this? You didn't I'd know what was going I delivered a foal before. I'd pulled calves. Okay. But I'd not delivered a foal. And, and what is the difference? Like from well, uh, not, not, not a lot, Not a lot, really. but I mean, you no. didn't know what you were doing. I you did, had to just of. go with the... But I mean, I wasn't prepared for it in that moment. I didn't think this was what was going right. to transpire. So, you know that memory and the intuition, whatever. So that's the what started over. this whole beautiful moment. And with that you bond that we was created there and that trust and that, you know, first time putting hands on and delivering the baby was so profound to me to say, wow, you know, this, they trust me enough to help them this wow. way. That's beautiful. And I thought I knew horses, but you know, after that, and then it just developed. And now there's about, well, now I've got a different bunch of horses, well, not completely different, but they, they change every year okay. in the configuration of the band. So I've got about 100 again this year A hundred that come to visit wow. me regularly and that I have, you know, pretty much that I know by sight, not necessarily by name, right. but I know a lot of them are return, you know, returning members. 
And it was so funny, I was changing a flat tire on my truck. Yeah. And the boys, the bachelor stallions, are like my, my most fun little group because they're two to three year olds. And I've watched them since they were born grow right. up and then they've formed their own band. So there's about a dozen of them with Jacques Demule as their <laughs> leader or their tag along. Right. And so they were all over there nosing me and pawing at me while I'm under the truck working on the truck. I love this. And they just, they're, they're like dogs. They're just like big puppies. And, you know, I get in there in a group of them and they're all feeling their body bodies all up against me in the press against each other and against me at the water trough and stuff is just so grounding and so well um, and john is that that's what i was going to say because you are the horse whisperer you definitely have this connection you have this extreme bond you feel it is that something that you share with everyone else is that what you with your book and we'll talk about that is that what you're trying to show people is that animals really do heal and that oh. animals are there to really make yes. your life better. Oh, I've got chills. I mean, we've lost so much of our connection to nature. Right. And the horses are just so easy because there is such a long history together with humans. They have a natural affinity for humans, um, a natural curiosity, I found. And their social dynamics and, and uh, what motivates them is so similar. I mean, I've learned so much about myself and about the human condition from watching the horses in a, in a, you know, they have no guile. I horses don't lie. Men can't tell the truth and horses don't lie. <laughs> and that's one of I my like favorite that. sayings. I you love know? that. And it's true because you can't, um, I don't try, I have no agenda with the horses. I'm, I don't want to put a rope on them. I'm not going to ride them. I'm not going to do anything with them. I'm there to be with them and to be their friend and to protect them. And really my goal is to preserve the legacy of the horses and what they meant to us in not just American history, but in the history of humans in general. I love that. It's a, it's a fabulous, rich, illustrious history. And, you know, we went from horse and buggy to the automobile in a really short, short period of time, yes. considering the long period of history we've had with horses and being agrarian, basically. And what we lost was a certain sensibility about natural order, you know, about the consequences of not paying attention, mostly, because if you don't pay attention, horse gonna get you, <laughs> you know, something Absolutely bad gonna happen, <laughs> and situational awareness and things like that, and that, that common sense and that horse sense, which is really what I'm after, in redeveloping those sensibilities about, you know, what um, we're about as humans and what motivates us, and what are these animals doing in my, you know, in the mix, and what are they all about, and how does that figure, you know, what is, is that the... What the book is about is that the main and first of all tell us the name of the book the book is called why uh mustangs of san pedro mesa okay and wild horses at the door is a subtitle okay and we're also doing a documentary carrie letterer is the documentarian and you should check her work out she's also got quite a resume um at carrier pigeon productions okay um yeah you could google that and find out find her work but she came out and uh, embedded with me for three days with her husband and then another 12 days by herself with me and shot a lot of footage, came to Minturn and shot a lot of footage, did okay. the backstory. Um, and I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it because I want to maintain the surprise. And um, she has some artistic uh, things that she wants to protect. Where so can anyway, we find that? Where can we find the documentary? Uh, well, it's not out yet. Okay. We've shot most of the footage. She's going to come back for one more shoot in okay. the winter to get some winter scenes. Awesome. Um, and finish up some dialogue interview stuff. Um, but she's just doing the post-production now. Okay. Um, she, we missed out on a grant proposal we had submitted, but we're still trying to find some funding, which is part of, we're always looking for money right. like everybody. <laughs> but what I do, what's unique with the horses, okay. and I really want to make this point is, 
for the number of horses that I serve compared to what people typically do in a rescue situation right. is um, exponential. I can do more for 100 horses and preserve their free range. It's a different experience for the horses too, which I also is unique to be able to preserve a range for them and to interact with them and to keep tabs on them and act as an advocate for them in their own environment and let them be really truly the horses they were meant to be you know let them be all they were meant to be and that's so beautiful and john we are coming to a close end so i want to show this to make sure so like i said he is an amazing john wayne smith amazing artist can you tell us a little something real quick about this um mc escher was definitely an influence and dr seuss ted geisler uh who wasn't didn't he didn't uh, not like children, he was afraid of them. Interesting side note. <laughs> but I did some research on him. But anyway, uh, I aspire to be the next Dr. Seuss. So beautiful. And also M.C. Escher. But this is my therapy. I draw like this as a, just therapy. And I don't know, yeah. I had a head injury, which is a whole other interview about, you know, PTSD um, and the therapeutic benefits that I've um, derived from being with the horses. And I use art, music, and horses for my therapy, and See, I'm very fortunate to have that. And I say you have to come back now because we're going to have to have a third interview. I, we always have so much to talk about because you're such an interesting <laughs> human. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> Likewise. And I want to bring Carrie back, actually, when yes. she comes back and we shoot more. So okay. um, I'll let you know. And, and I definitely want to bring her back to talk more about the, the documentary. I'm so excited. Well, we all love right. you here. You're allowed Thank back you for anytime letting me come you back. We it's feel been very really honored. fun, and I love coming here. And it's my home, really. This is my home. Thank you, John. Yes, well, so we adore you. you. Thank you so thank much, you. and thank you for being you and yes. for helping us all. Um, keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Bell to come. Good Morning Bell. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8, así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale 
or at tv8vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vail Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Everybody, welcome back to uh, right here, the base of Gandhi One. This area right here in four days is going to be a hub of activity, a beehive, um, as the mountain will open for the season on Friday, um, right around the corner. Coming right up, everybody. Let's talk about your weather for the day. Blue skies right now, not a, not a breeze, no breeze, no clouds. Uh, temperatures, see your breath, it's probably going to be upper 20s right now. Um, low 30s, it's going to warm up into the 50s this afternoon. And uh, once that sun makes its way up and over the Gore Range, it's going to be in the uh, 40s around 8 o'clock first thing this morning. And we're going to see sunshine for a good part of the day. Showing you that hourly forecast, you'll see a uh, mostly sunny to start. Uh, then that breeze is going to pick up, bring the cloud cover in. The breeze, 15 to 25 miles per hour winds out of the west-southwest. Your I-70 drive, we're going to see upper 50s, low 60s around Eagle County. And sunshine for a good part of the day. Denver, 74 degrees this afternoon. For tonight, we're going to see a low of 33 degrees. Partly cloudy skies. We've got a 50% chance of some snow shower activity. And winds again out of the west-southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. For Wednesday, for tomorrow, 39 for a high, 25 for a low. Um, snow showers, about a 60% chance. For Thursday, 15 for a low, a high of 40 degrees, partly cloudy with a 50% chance of some more moisture coming our way. Uh, for Friday, mostly sunny once again, 42 for a high. For Saturday, sunny, 46 for a high. And then for Sunday, 52 for a high and sunshine. And once again, opening day for Friday, we're going to see 42 degrees for that high temperature and a lot of sunshine um, for opening day. So it's going to be a great one here right at the base of uh, Vail Village and also in Lion's Head. I want to mention, um, uh, we talked in the first open about opening day and the activities. Uh, there's more activities going on over the course of the weekend also. And then as we make our way into um, opening weekend, the Beaver Creek will open and the holidays are here. There's an event that happens, it's called um, Reveille, and it really is a focus on the holidays and events and activities between Vail and Lion's Head, kind of celebrating the coming of winter with all these family-oriented events. The first one is going to be the silent disco. Now, there's a variety of different, there's a multiple silent discos over the course of the two or three weeks for Reveille. But the first one will be on Friday, on opening day in Lion's Head. It's going to be at the, um, the Sunbird Park Playground, which is just to the north of the ice skating rink, 
kind of right next to Lion's Head Jewelers. There's a playground there. And the silent disco, everybody can show up, get a free set of headphones, pick the station you want to listen to, and then uh, you're going to have you know, 100 people all wearing headphones, so you don't hear the music except the people that have the headphones on. And there's going to be a group of people listening to each and every different type of music, and people are singing, and it's really entertaining, and it's a lot of fun. And if you're not doing it, you go watch it. It's even more entertaining. That's the Silent Disco. That'll be taking place from, I think, 4 to 7 on Friday, this Friday in Lion's Head. And that is a part of Reveille. Um, you can find more information on discoverveil.com for Reveille, for the Silent Disco opening day, then any events going on around Vail, any time of the year, that's where you want to be, and it'll dial it in for you. Now, Beaver Creek will open on November the 22nd, and they're going to have Christmas tree lighting, and they're going to have the cookie competition, judging competition, along with opening day festivities. Uh, then I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about um, the World Cup ski races coming back to Vail, actually coming back to the Beaver Creek area once again. Um, the Birds of Prey ski races, which is going to be December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Men's World Cup, they're here every year. This is one of their favorite stops on the tour, and... We're doing two downhills and a Super G over the weekend. So Friday the 1st will be the first downhill, second downhill on Saturday, and then the Super G on Sunday, Redtail Stadium, and Beaver Creek comes alive. They've got uh, the Beers of Prey. They have the beer tasting. They have Birds of Prey Way. They're going to have <clears throat> autograph signing sessions where you can meet the U.S. ski team athletes, probably at Gorsuch, right there adjacent to the ice rink. And they're going to have the live viewing of the ski races on the ice rink if you don't want to make it up to Redtail, but the buses are going to be free to take from Redtail, to take from the village all the way up to Redtail Stadium where the bleachers are. There's a VIP experience. You can watch the ski races live, and this is spectacular. If you've never seen a World Cup ski race or a speed event, this is what you want to watch because Birds of Prey is something else. So go to bcworldcup.com for more information on that one. It is a good one. And once again, we got Vail opening right here behind me over my shoulder in four days. Not including today, three days. And uh, also in Lionshead, they're going to be opening Born Free Express. So both, both village areas will be operational for opening day. Uh, you can find out more on that, discoverveil.com. we got a break coming up from our Tuesday edition. We'll get Kim back on the camera. When we come back, we're going to give you an update on local sports, regional sports, and some national sports with Rob. We'll be right back. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. It's the fastest half hour in television. Toyota's Race Week takes you inside the high-speed world of NASCAR. Go behind the scenes for a look into the high-adrenaline world of motorsports and hear from your favorite drivers as they discuss the drive to a championship. If you love NASCAR, you won't want to miss Toyota's Race Week. Eyepieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. 
From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at RevivalValeValley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. And welcome back to the show live up here at the base of Gandhi One. Uh, so obviously we talk about skiing and snowboarding right now because the mountain's about to open. That is kind of the core of what we do here in the colder months. But uh, we live in a great community with a lot of school systems and a lot of high school sports. And Rob from TV8, he does all of our high school sports reporting, focusing on um, the volleyball and the cross country and the soccer. He also talks a lot about the college sports and obviously the CU Buffs are big this year. And it gives us an update on the Broncos and what's happening with that. Let's take a closer look at Rob and his sports report now. Right. Thanks for joining us. So the postseason was in full swing for fall sports here in the Valley. Battle Mountain Boys Soccer was looking to advance to the semifinals of the Boys 4A State Tournament. Over in Edwards, three-seeded Battle Mountain looked to make quick work of 11-seeded Nawat as the Huskies had not been scored on in the postseason. A couple misses on goal for the Huskies in the first half. Then Nawat goes on the attack. The ball finds its way to Zayden Del Rio who knocks the chip shot in for the Cougars to put them up 1-0 on the hometown team. A rare sight in Edwards is the Huskies have only been scored on at home five times over the course of this season prior to this goal, and now they got to play from behind. Battle Mountain, now on the attack in the first half, will go with the strategy of giving the rock to their best player, Jacob Methvin, and he does not disappoint. Methvin. Knocks it in from deep to tie the game up at 1-1 as the first half comes to a close in Edwards. 
Battle Mountain will eventually put two more goals up in the second half to take down Nawat 3-1 and earn a trip to the Class 4A semifinals. All right, everybody, before you get out of the fan zone, this is what's going to happen right in front of you. We're down to just four teams now in the boys' Class 4A Soccer State Championship. Battle Mountain will match up with two-seeded Centaurus on Wednesday for a chance to advance to the state championship game. With a win over Centaurus, the Huskies will either play number one Northfield or 12th seeded Regis Groff in the finals for a ring. Now, we had a little more postseason action here in the Valley over the weekend, but you got to go inside the gym of Eagle Valley High School as the Devils volleyball team. They hosted two teams at regionals, and they were hoping of getting the job done, getting two wins, and moving on to the state tournament themselves for volleyball. After knocking off Severance earlier in the day, seven-seeded Eagle Valley was looking to beat number 18 Mead to advance to the state tournament. Match point in the first set. Devils up 24-17. Mead serves long, and Eagle Valley secures the first set victory over the Mavericks. Moving over to the second set, Eagle Valley with a 24-18 lead over Mead on set point. Ava Gman puts up the ball into play, and that is an ace. Eagle Valley takes a second set over Mead, 25-18, and now just one away from the sweep. On to the third set we go. Eagle Valley up 24-8. Serving for match point, it is Ray Foreman who puts the ball into play, and the rally is on. Mead is able to counter with the spike, but Eagle Valley is on top of it, and they'll send it back on the spike from Ione Peterson. Mead gives it back, and the Devils go to work, drop the hammer, and the Mavericks deflect it back. The Devils back to work again. Peterson delivers the blow, and that is all she wrote. A dog pile at center court because Eagle Valley is going to state. The Devils are going back to states as they take down Mead 3-0. So we caught up with head coach of Eagle Valley, Michael Garvey, after the game to gather his thoughts on the victory. All right, well... You hear it right now, the victory bells are sounding in Eagle Valley. They're going back to states. I'm Robbie Whittle, joined alongside head coach at Eagle Valley Volleyball, Michael Garvey. They knocked off Severance 3-0, then they knock off me 3-0, and the girls and the head coach making that run back to states. Head coach Michael Garvey, how does it feel? Uh, I, I hadn't set it in yet. You know, I think we did a little celebrating, but the reality is just coming through that, uh, that, that we're taking Eagle Valley back to state. You know, last time I talked to you, the word of the conversation was kind of resilience and how your team was always willing to just stay in the game, fight back. I feel like that word changed today to just domination. Do you think the demeanor of this team has changed since we last spoke? Yeah, you know, uh, we've had about a week and a half of practice, and sometimes that can be dangerous not to get competition. Uh, but we had it in the gym. Uh, everybody wanted it so bad, and you could see it every day in practice. Our last three days of practice are the best practices I've seen. And so it was that piece, and it was just a question of actually seeing your opponents, uh, actually getting out in here and, and seeing Meade and Severance. Um, and it's what we thought, you know, that they, they, they were good opponents and had some good players, but we knew if we attacked and served like we can, um, that we'd see what we saw today. And with this Saturday now on your belt, you know, leading up to this day, did you expect the things, you know, to flow as smooth as they did today? You know, knocking off Severance early in the morning, 3-0, then coming back this afternoon to play another game and knocking off me at 3-0. Did you expect things to just flow as smooth as they did for y'all today? You know, I anticipated a little bit more out of the Mead game. Uh, it's the 1-2 matchup. Um, you know, you're expecting that team, um, you know, to, to be a little bit more competitive. But I, I just think we wanted it more than they did. 
and so when things got a little tight or the score got tight, uh, we were patient. Uh, we got ourselves a system. We passed beautifully all day long. Uh, and, and we just had key moments from a lot of players. You know, our depth really showed today. Uh, everybody took a turn today. Now let's talk about the road ahead. You know, the state tournament's nothing new to you. Do you think you have a state tournament, state championship team with you right here? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be tough. Uh, the top five are legit. You know, Palisade being six uh, is that piece. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't checked yet to see if there were any upsets. I don't think there will be in the top five. Uh, I might have just got a text that Palisade or Delta or Vail Christian made it. We're all keeping tabs on each other. Um, so, you know, the nice thing is, is you go in and, and the top four have a bye. So you're not going to see somebody there. So you want to come in and now we'll compete against that bottom six uh, in there. And then you want to give yourselves a chance. Double elimination, you can go in and face the top dog and learn and come back. Uh, and these two girls do a great job of learning. I think that's one of the best things that we've done all year long is in-game adjustments. They want to get better. Uh, their mentality is, is they, they just keep going. You know, they don't, they don't think they're the greatest. They know that they have flaws and they know they got to keep working. And, and I think that's the strength that we've had. Yeah, well, adaptation on the court is key to winning any game. What do you think it'll take to make a run in the state tournament? Uh, we got to keep serving tough, right? And, and our serve receive was really good today that let our offense speed up. And so um, it's going to be a little bit more challenging against uh, better competition. Um, but I think our number one weapon is serve. And that showed as we finished out me today. Uh, our girls can really serve the ball well and, and, and place it well. So uh, we're going to take that in and throw it at whoever comes across from us. Okay, I don't know if anyone's told you or if you saw yet, but Battle Mountain got knocked off today. So you guys are the only team representing Class 4A in the state tournament from the Valley. You ready for that? Uh, what happened with Vail Christian? Are they still playing or do we know? I actually don't know the score on Vail okay, Christian so yet. Vail I think Christian, they're still playing. Vail Christian, we're hoping we made it. We're hoping Palisade made it. Uh, fellow Montrose and Delta, you know, we own our Western Slope teams there, so I'm hoping I get good reports here uh, coming through, but um, yeah, we're ready to go represent. Uh, I think it's, I think we showed today that, you know, Meade played some tough competition. Their strength of schedule was, uh, was more difficult than ours, um, so they saw some good opponents, but I think today everybody showed Eagle Valley can play some volleyball. I got this question just out of curiosity. You know, it seems like when you guys go up for that kill to drop the hammer on the spike, it seems like, you know, your girls just go up with such confidence and they always finish, or if they don't, they rally back and finish in another way. Is that something you kind of emphasize in practice, uh, finishing you know, strong? So when I started as a head coach at Eagle Valley each year, we've had a saying. And so the first one came around and it was trust your training. And that's really where we sat in the last couple of days of we know how to play this game and, and we can do these things. And so we really just trusted that fact of we've been we've, we've done this before. These girls have touched a thousand volleyballs. Uh, the next the next year was a uh, strong voice talking to yourself in a positive way And so when you do make mistakes that you're not getting yourself down uh, The next one I was after was be aggressive and I think to your point there That's where that be aggressive came around is uh, this team went for it This team said no, we're gonna win this match uh, And I think especially in the third set you saw that come out uh, the last one was fight and And today it was just fight for every little ounce every ball every positioning uh, every touch uh, you just got to fight and so um, you know for our group of seniors right here, that, that was four years of their training right there, and they put it all out today. And you really saw it today, every player feeding off each other's confidence. Anything you want to add, Coach? Uh, no, happy to be back. Um, greatest experiences. I, I can't wait to go down and walk through the door and watch them walk through the door. All right, Head Coach, Michael Garvey, congratulations. Thanks, Good luck at States. Thank you. Now, Eagle Valley was not the only team on the court with state aspirations. You go over to Edwards, Vail Christian, volleyball. They hosted two teams for regionals as well, and they were looking to advance the states also. 
Bill Christian is able to knock off Byers 3-1 to earn a trip to the second game where if they win, the Saints advance to state. Ignacio up 21-24 in that second game over Vail Christian. Macy Brown serves it up on set point, and the rally is on. Vail Christian delivers the punch, but the Bobcats retaliate. A little back-and-forth affair here that will end with the Saints unable to control a shot from Ignacio and the Bobcats. Take the first set. Set point over in the second set. Ignacio serves, and we are back in the middle of a rally. However, Vail Christian will learn from their mistake in the first set, putting this one... In a difficult spot for the Bobcats, and the Saints take the second set. Moving over to the third set, Ignacio serving again to Vail Christian. Saints hit it back, but this one is way out of play, and the Bobcats take the third set. Ignacio will pull off the upset, beating Vail Christian 3-2 and earn a trip to state. So there you have it from our action over the weekend for the postseason, Battle Mountain Boys Soccer. They advanced to the state semifinals for Class 4A Boys Soccer. Eagle Valley Girls Volleyball, they head to the state tournament, but Vail Christian, unfortunately, they'll be staying behind. Make sure to continue coming back to us for all the latest sports coverage here in the Valley and beyond. We'll see you next time. Good morning, I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Minturn. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country. And most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back to the second hour of Good Morning Vale. What an awesome first hour, and the second half is going to be just as amazing. Happy Election Day to you. Remember to go vote. We have an amazing human being, Grace Meinberg, here from Pierre for Colorado Gives Month, and we're going to talk to the new owner of Wild Heart. So sit right back. Sit right there, I should say. Sit back, have a great cup of coffee, and keep it right here, because Good Morning Vale starts right now. We are back at the top of the 8 o'clock hour here on this Tuesday morning edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm standing here at the base of Gandhi One. As you can see, it's quiet now, but on Friday, this area will be hopping. Going to be gorgeous as in regard to the weather as we head into that. So let's take a look at the, today's forecast. As you can see, it's 45 degrees, high of 55 and then we'll be heading down into a bit of sunshine, but we will have a chance of snow and rain later this evening. Afternoon clouds, winds up to 25 miles per hour. Moving into that hourly, gorgeous day today, but it is going to get colder as we move into the later hours. 45 degrees currently, noon 53 for the high, and then the clouds will be rolling in, 51 degrees, 46 and cloudy at 8 p.m. tonight. Low of 33 degrees, snow 50% chance. Cloudy with those snow showers though after midnight. So we'll be tucked away and snuggled up in our beds. Winds up to 15 miles per hour as we head into that five day forecast. Wednesday, those snow showers are rolling in 60% chance of precipitation, which means we'll probably see it. 39 degrees for the high, low of 25. Thursday, just about the same 50% chance, but partially cloudy. So those snowstorms coming in on Wednesday. You know, it is the warm before the storm. As Mark likes to say, 15 degrees that evening on Thursday. And then Friday, mostly funny for a Friday fun day. It's the opening day of Vail, 42 degrees, mostly sunny, 18 degrees in the evening, sunny and 46 on Saturday, 20 degrees for the low. And then Sunday, sunny, 52 degrees and 27. So gorgeous weather as we head into opening weekend here at Vail. You know, it's going to be a really beautiful, sunshiny day. What do you think about that, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> We're just out here having way too much fun. You're <laughs> having a blast. This is fun for you, having, isn't it? I'm having a blast, you know, bundled up. It's colder than I anticipated. This is not the warm before the storm right now. It definitely is cold okay. right now, but there it is. The sun's making its way up. It's going to warm up nicely here pretty soon. Temperature's in the 50s today, right? Is that 50s, what you're saying? Yeah, 50s before, uh, before midnight, and then uh, the snow shower's rolling in, so it's definitely going to be a chilly one. But I'm excited. You know, this is my first official season in Vail, yep. so I don't even know what to expect. But you're a skier. You ski or snowboard or both? Um, well. I mean, you've done both. Primarily, what would you prefer? Primarily snowboard. You know, yeah. I in college I learned how to snowboard in a PE college credit class. So pretty amazing, you know. And then uh, I learned how to ski when I was a kid. So we'll see. I'm, I'm ready to get back in it. 
going to be a dual sport athlete. That's how I, that's how I see it. You have a pair of skis? I'll buy some. <laughs> you don't have any right now. I don't have any skis. You're going to you're gonna absolutely love. So, well, I mean, I grew up skiing and ski racing, and then I got out of skiing in 86 when snowboarding happened, and I didn't ski for 10 years. I moved out here. And then I kind of just, I do both now, but the, the way skiing is now with the shape skis, and they're so easy to ski on and user-friendly that it's going to change your world. I can't wait. It is. It's completely different. And anybody will vouch for me at the studio, Baker and Nick, they all, well, Nick doesn't ski, but he snowboards, but Baker will vouch for you that like he snowboards and skis, but something about the skiing deal that it's just, uh, it's nice to come back around and do it again. And Friday... Friday. you got a ski pass. I've got a ski pass. Trying to figure out what's going to be your winter program, where you're going to be and everything, but you'll be able to take advantage of over 5,000 acres here alone at Vail. Yeah, it's pretty, it's gorgeous, you know, a little bit of coverage. It looks like a, a powdered donut with some sugar here on it top. Does. It does. But you know, up top, it's like we're all, we're, you know, they put in <clears throat> millions of dollars in snowmaking uh, around the Chair 4 area above Midvale like four or five years ago to offset opening days when there's not a lot of snow down to the base. Mm-hmm. So, there's plenty of good snow up there. That's a guarantee, man-made and natural. We know that for so sure. The energy's going to be high on Friday. That's what you're telling me. I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to oh, be Oh, yeah, it's pretty comical. <laughs> it is comical. And you just kind of ease your way into it, everybody. Don't, don't go full bore out of the gate like the way you left last fall. Don't get yourself injured on day one. Just, just gradually work your way into it. And uh, There's no need to rush. I'm I'm a, a snowboarding accident like survivor, so taking my time this winter, it's gonna be great. Do it, do it. Yeah, space not speed, just like when you're driving in the car. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> well, we'll be back after this. Gretchen, uh, Gretchen's got some interviews, and we'll we'll see what she has to say. We'll be right back. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months. And then I found my own spot and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day. And ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we 
we workshop our menus every season, so we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it, and then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu, and that's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And the most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my god, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun to me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler. I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome back to Good Morningville. I've been having a blast. You haven't seen this yet, but yet, but Grace Meinberg and I from Pier, and we're going to tell you what it used to be called, the Red Ribbon mm -hmm. Project, is that correct? Yep. For Colorado Gives Month. But Grace, you are such an interesting, dynamic, and cool person, and I'm so honored to meet you. How are you doing this morning? Thank you. I'm doing great. It's been great chatting with you. I know. We've had a blast. <laughs> we've talked all things. Yeah, all <laughs> Serious morning. and not serious. Absolutely. So, Grace, I know that rebranding mm -hmm. something as big as this is a big deal. So, tell us a little bit about that the rebranding moment. Yeah, so I was here about two months ago right. as Red Ribbon Project. Right. And so since then, since our fundraising event in September, we have changed our name. Okay. We have been Red Ribbon Project in the Valley since 1996. So 27 years time. later, yes. we... Um, have expanded our mission and vision uh, several years ago, but we really wanted to pick a name that encompasses what we're now doing in the community, okay. which is more prevention and ed education, as well as HIV uh, prevention and awareness. Uh, we do provide testing for, uh, or we provide funding for testing, right. sorry, for HIV no, <laughs> <laughs> um, tests done in the Valley. And it's been it's been quite a journey. I'm yes. new to it, so joined well, this year. Right, which is so awesome, and you're so involved. It's yeah. so beautiful to watch because we were saying off camera, it is so important. Mm -hmm. And this, is a, it's a life changer. It truly yeah. is. And so for you guys to really get involved and show people and educate people that yeah. this is a big deal. And PEER stands for what exactly, Grace? Yeah, yeah. so that's our abbreviated name. Right. Uh, but it's Promoting Empowerment, I Eagle River. That. I love that. Because uh, that's our main goal is we talk about um, sexual health and well-being. Right. And so our mission is to reduce teenage pregnancy, uh, HIV, AIDS, and other STIs. And so to do that, we want to empower the community to talk about it, yes. to educate themselves, yes. to be educated, to have the resources necessary to live a healthy lifestyle and be healthy. And so when we came up with that name, uh, Board and I debated on it for quite, a, it. quite yeah. a while. Uh, we really felt that that was a, a great name to encompass all that we do. And then Peer, obviously, to abbreviate it, but also to right. talk about how we want to exchange conversation and and really just come to people as peers and, and talk to them I about love, their bodies. And that's exactly what I thought when I saw the change. And we yeah. were talking about how rebranding is a lot. It's, a lot. it's hard. It's fun. But I love that what it stands for. And also to speak to peers because we are, I'm older than Grace is. Um, but when I was, you know, growing up, it was not a conversation that was mm. being spoken about. It was not even happening. And now, mm -hmm. and that's, sad because it is so important yes. and now I love young women young men that are being raised to learn you know what this is not a funny moment it's not mm -hmm. something silly it's not um 
taboo to talk about is something that's really important to talk about. And yeah. you, you said you've seen that a lot when you speak to the different age oh, groups. Gosh. Yeah, all different age groups embrace it in different ways. Right. Uh, we also talk to youth as humans, which is love that. <laughs> super, it's such a big difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah to be inclusive. <laughs> that was also something that felt missing in right. my curriculum. It was very divided and right. right. These are your responsibilities. These are your responsibilities. These are the expectations. Yeah. Um, and we just go in there and share all the information, which is a lot. Right. Uh, we only have a class period with them uh, in, okay. our, in our youth um, programming. So we have maturation and sexual health, fifth right. through eighth and the ninth grade. And yeah, they, they really do embrace it, have a lot of questions, which yes. is always really fun. So That's... me and the educators come together sometimes. They're like, what were the questions? So one, know what we can address. And right. also because sometimes... They're very unique. And interesting. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grace, is this something when you were growing up that you ever thought? I mean, it's so interesting to think how people get into these occupations, and this one's so it's so important. Is yeah. this something you ever saw yourself doing, or did it just kind of happen? Not necessarily. It sort okay. of just happened. I've always had these conversations with people in my yeah. life, whether it was family or friends. Uh, I was teaching high school for a little bit, and okay. I had to direct them to some resources to say, "Hey, maybe we should <laughs> talk about this." Right. And so came to that. Um, point in my life where I was trying to figure out what the community needs. COVID hit, I was teaching. Right. I realized we wanted to address a lot more life skills okay. um, rather than, can you just get your homework done? Like right. that's very important, but at the same time, Not, I'm looking at substance yeah. use and say unsafe driving behaviors and right. um, sexual health being a concern as well. And so I joined the world of nonprofits in the Valley. I love that, yes. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I got connected uh, to Red Ribbon Project, now okay. up here. Yes. Uh, about two years ago, I started teaching for them. And then when that position became open uh, as executive director, I decided to hop on and join it because I, it. I can have these conversations and not be embarrassed or uncomfortable and I want to encourage others to do the same. Well, you are perf a perfect fit for this <laughs> and we're you. so happy. We're honored that we get you. Keep Thank on, you. Keep on doing yeah. it. <laughs> so, and I know we're talking about all things Colorado Gives Absolutely. Month. And we were saying, you know, it is the month that's like the little title, but it should be all year round because yes. nonprofits like these that are so very important, they keep on living mm -hmm. through people giving yeah. from their hearts. So. And we have so many great nonprofits in our valley. Yes. So I'm here to talk about the Colorado Gives yes, Day. Yes. And uh, we are lucky to be part of the Eagle County Gives Coalition, right. where about 50-some organizations have banded together to build fundraising capacity and really yeah, drive awareness in our community that, hey, we're here. We do need money to be able right. to serve the community, but right. we have so many ways to serve, um, whether it's um, you know public health, serving right. youth, animals, people with disabilities, yeah. like the, it, the range is endless. It's so and beautiful. That's really yeah, yeah, it's great to get together with them about once a month. I uh, started doing that a few months ago. And yeah, just talking about what works, what we right. could do to help enhance the, the fundraising ca capacity. And right. so that's what we're here to talk about. That is so <laughs> cool. And it's Colorado Gives Month, obviously, mm -hmm. the month of November, Thanksgiving and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and how can people, you know, I know, like you're saying, it is a lot because you're like, there's all these amazing mm -hmm. organizations. And I know so many of us want to give to so many touch <laughs> us personally. And, yeah. you know, what would you say to people that really are excited yeah. to give the money that they have, you know, or even little amounts? And that's something I should say before I go into this, oh, yeah. even a little amount really helps me. A long way. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm saying this for myself. A coffee every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, and using that towards these awesome organizations mm -hmm. really goes a long way. 
does. It, it, it does, and it's appreciated, right. um, even the littlest donation, yes. which I shouldn't even say little because it's still really a important. Donation, right. It's still a donation, totally. and we're grateful for that. Uh, so if you go to Eagle County, Colorado Gives, all spelled out okay. um, online, you can find the coalition's website that has all of the nonprofits that are participating. It makes it easier. It, it does. It kind of lays out. I've, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking from me last year because I remember I was so over. I think you think about all these different, mm-hmm. and you're like, you get almost um, overwhelmed, I would say. Yeah. And the website is beautiful because it does just kind of lay it all out there. For yeah. You. Yeah. you can search topics um, and missions and visions. So okay. you can really hone in like, hey, I want to donate my money towards youth in the valley. Right. You can type that in or animals. or Totally. Um, yeah, you can just you type that in and it'll give you some options cool. for where to put your money. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. That is. Well, and so could you give us the website one more time just so everyone yeah, has. So okay. it's Eagle County. Or, sorry. Girl, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah, Eagle, Eagle County, Colorado okay. gives. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. It's early. <laughs> it's a little bit it's early. Um, and yeah, and so okay. check it out. It's great. Uh, okay. They have a lot of information. We also cool. have a rally going on on November 28th. Okay. So Tuesdays are the big days, okay. uh, which <laughs> to remember. And um, that's our rally. It's over at Eagle um, Ranch and for Eagle Ranch, that is. And we then have the giving day on December 5th. So, yeah, so any time between last Tuesday, (laughs) it's already started, (laughs) um, last Tuesday and December 5th, any money that has been donated to um, to Colorado Gives then is supplemented by an incentive fund. And so your money goes even further uh, because... Some money is be- extra money is being tacked onto that, and so sent this, is, organizations. A this is the time. Yeah, this yeah. is the time. This is the time to really give. <laughs> yeah, and any time's a time to right. give, but this is a time where we start feeling a little bit more giving. This season's yeah. coming up where we 100%. have Thanksgiving and Christmas, yeah. and um, if you, I, I know me and my family have stopped started to explore options of maybe not giving gifts, but doing yeah, donations too. for organizations. Yes. So I know I, I do that for um, my godmother and and things like that, and yeah. so I, um, yeah, we want to. We want to encourage that. And well, and I love that you said that because that's a brilliant idea too. Yeah. Thank you for saying this, Grace. Yeah. Because, <laughs> no, I didn't even think about this. If you, so many of us get so lost in the gift giving moment and get mm-hmm. stressed and it's supposed to be a happy, joyous yeah. time. Why not do something for someone else and really live in that moment of mm-hmm. spirit and giving and community? Yeah. By, how, what a cool gift. I would feel honored if someone said, hey, I gave Donate even $2, you know, to, yeah. to the peer group, you yeah. know? So how cool. Well, Grace, you're amazing. Oh, thank you. You're welcome you back anytime. <laughs> we adore you here. Sure and I hope we see you again and again. Absolutely. <laughs> and keep it right here. We have more of Good Morning Vale. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. 
Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? Yes, <laughs> I do. So even though you were... Some good deals. Too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. everybody, welcome back to show live here from the base of Gandhi One. I've got Kim standing by. I'm gonna give you a quick look at your weather forecast for Tuesday. And then we'll take a look at your five day into opening day weekend here in Vail Village and also in Lion's Head. Um, sun is up and over now. The cloud cover is still not around, not much of a breeze. We will see a shift this afternoon as uh, a little bit of a moisture system will roll through Eagle County. We're gonna see a high of about 55 degrees this afternoon, probably about 3 to 3.30 in the afternoon. It's gonna be windy though, up to 25 mile per hour gusts, five out of the west, southwest. And um, mostly clear to start, cloud cover a little bit later on this afternoon. Uh, your alley forecast, we've got sunshine to start, and then uh, with that system rolling in the wind, it's gonna bring that cloud cover with it. Denver's gonna be nice today, 74 for a high with some sunshine. And then for the mountains, Vail, Avon, and Eagle, we are gonna see upper 50s and low 60s. Tonight we're going to see that sun setting uh, still inside the 6 o'clock hour with a low of 33 degrees, 50% chance of some snow shower activity coming our way, and a breeze once again this evening out of the southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Five-day forecast for Wednesday, 39, with a 60% chance of snow showers. For Thursday, 40 degrees for the high temperature with a 50% chance of showers, snow showers. And then for Friday, opening day, 42 degrees will be the high temperature. And uh, mostly sunny skies, mostly funny skies. For Saturday, 46 and sunny. For Sunday, 52 and sunny. So some moisture coming our way over the next few days after today. And then it's going to shift again. Um, back to sunny skies for opening weekend up here on Vail Mountain. And uh, we got a crew of... Uh, 
Looks like we got a crew of employees getting ready to kind of make their way up onto the mountain to get things ready to go. They are bringing some gondolas down right now, so these guys are probably all going to make their way up on the hill in just a little bit. I got Kim standing by over here, though. She's gawking at the trail map. Let's go find out. She's like, I'm trying to figure out where I am. Maybe I can shed a little bit of light and give her a little bit of guidance. What do you got going on over here, Kim? Well, you know, I'm trying to learn the mountains since I'm a new local. I've got to figure out where everything is and what it means. And I know uh, you're the expert, so Mark's going <laughs> to well, show me. <laughs> well, so, yeah, so obviously this is the front side of Vail. You all can see that, right? That's the front side. These are all the trails um, that you're going to have access to. Not all of them, but this is your, where you're going to have access over the course of uh, opening day on Friday. So, Kim, we are right here. See, you are here. Kim is here. <laughs> Good to know. So this is the basic Gandhi one. So <clears throat> opening day, activities right here, and then also in the other village to the west, which is Lion's Head, at the base of Chair 8, which is the Born Free Express. There's going to be celebrations going on here, and that will give you access up the hill. Gandhi 1 will give you access up to Midvale here. Now, this is where a lot of their snowmaking is taking place. So um, I think they're doing snowmaking on Ramshorn and... Like Swingsville, those are real popular um, trails for opening days. And then the idea is to be able to connect the two villages through access. And I know they're making snow on Bear Trap, and they're making snow on Born Free. And eventually, you'll be able to probably, you know, eventually, obviously it will happen. But as soon as they can, they want people to be able to ski from here all the way back down to here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but and initially, we'll where I currently am. <laughs> and initially, initially, probably it will be downloading, which is pretty normal this okay. time of the year. So all snow up there, downloading here. Um, born free, you'll be able to ski up and then hopefully make your way over to, to chair two. And then, so, I mean, it's a big hill, right? Front yeah. side's big, backside, the bowls, blue sky. There's a La lot for you to explore. Layers upon layers. <laughs> Layers well, I'm, upon I'm layers. I'm excited. Right. You know, I've uh, I've done Vail a few times. Um, I go to other literally parts. a few times. Uh, in that literally year, right? a few times, and that's it. But I usually go to other parts of Colorado. But I'm very excited to uh, to explore it and learn the mountain. I think you told me a funny story last time you were here or something. You got way lost. I did. I, the, not even on the hill, like in the village. <laughs> I right? got lost in the village. I got off on the wrong bus stop. I think in Lion's Head, and we were parked down here at Vail on the access road. And, you know, brand new, never and been. You were here. getting the car because your buddies were doing the mile or yeah, something. Yeah, my buddies were doing the mile. They're uh, they're the experts at the time. I was not had no clue what I was doing. You know, brand new, got a little bit lost. Enjoyed the village. It was, felt like I was in a European winter wonderland, wow. but a little bit scared too because I had no clue where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's part of it, right? It is. The new challenges you face. Well, good for you then. You 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 get up here. You'll be able to yeah. kind of bounce around. And Gretchen, obviously, Gretchen, if she's listening, Gretchen is. She's expert. A shredding machine. She loves being up on the hill. She loves to ski. I know. She's got pink pants. So, so you might want, she I'll has pink skis too. Her. You might want to, <laughs> she's probably going to drag you around and I, show you everything. I hope she does. I hope she, she does. She will. Yeah. <laughs> she's good for doing that kind of stuff, right? You know, I'm with, uh, I'm with the, the local celebrities here with Mark and Gretchen. I think this is a, this is the dream team. You know, we're really, we're working hard on this Tuesday morning. It's a, it's a rough Are you enjoying doing this camera stuff outside? It's kind of nice, isn't it? I'm loving it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm feeling the cool air on my face. Just Got all the, me... This is a whole crew of employees. I think they're all new hires getting ready to go up on the mountain to uh, 
start getting things ready up on top of the hill for opening day too because you know Vail when they open they don't just open a lift they open everything the restaurants at Midvale like there's gonna be a lot happening so uh, they just jump right into it full full force head first you can really just feel the excitement I've got the, the tingling in my bones I cannot wait for Friday <laughs> it must be fun for you Mark to, to see Vail Village through new eyes <laughs> it really is and I yeah I don't take it for granted it's a spectacular place here Come and play. All right, we're going to take a quick break from our Tuesday edition. When we come back, we have more with Kim, more with Mark, more with Gretchen, more Good Morning Vale on TV8. We'll be right back. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in.
Well, welcome back to the show. And we love seeing how things work and the mechanics of it. You know, we've got the whole snow, snow crew here looking at fixing the gondolas, making sure everything is up and going. But we also love our planes, trains, and automobiles. Ben went out to the Leadville Railroad and had a conversation with the engineer about all things Leadville and how they operate and what they do. So let's take a look. We are here at the Leadville Railroad with Sean, the conductor and engineer. Sean, how are you doing today? Doing all right. How are you doing? Doing great. So you just took us around on the Leadville Railroad here. Tell us a little bit about how Leadville Railroad got started. Yeah, so Leadville, Leadville Railroad got its start back in 1987. Um, so local Leadville local people, uh, by names of Ken and Stephanie Olson, uh, purchased a line from Burlington Northern, now BNSF. Um, at, the line, at the time, the line was dormant, uh, and they're like, hey, you're not using it, maybe we can use it for a tourist train. Um, doing so gave some jobs to some people in town. It was kind of hard times at the time. Um, so they started up. They worked at that deal in December of 1987, got the line, two locomotives, and a bunch of freight cars for 10 bucks. Um, just kind of a tax write-off for Burlington Northern. And by May of 1988, we were running passenger trains. We've been running every single summer since. Uh, this past winter was our second winter of winter operations. Um, and yeah. So let me ask you a little bit about that. How does winter operations get started, and how different is that from the summer operations? Sure. So our summer operations are a typical 10 and 2 p.m. departure um, all summer long. And how we got our start in the winter operations is here in the middle of Leadville. Um, we're kind of in the middle of Colorado. Um, we got all the ski areas off to the north and all that. Um, but as Colorado has grown and the tourism industry has expanded and all that, um, we're realizing there's more and more people up here in the winters. And it's not just dead all winter long. And so we're like able to take advantage of that. And so it was, it was a multi-year process to kind of get into the flow of things. We had to convert some freight cars into passenger cars, fully insulated, fully heated and all that. Um, we had to get some equipment that we can use specifically to clear the line of snow. Everything like that. You can see we have a plow on our locomotive, um, but that's only good to two or three foot. And obviously that's a bit of diesel fuel to plow the line. Uh, but we have other stuff that uses less fuel. Um, and so that's kind of what it takes. And this past winter was really good. We're really looking forward to this coming winter and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Awesome. So in what all entails the engineering portion of the thing? I imagine you don't have to do too much steering. No, the, uh, the tracks do all the steering for us. Um, thankfully, uh, that'd be, that'd be a bit complicated. 300 tons of metal to steer around. Um, so really as an engineer, you're in charge of speed and direction. Um, we're on a hill the whole way. We've got 2%. Um, and as an engineer, you're in charge of the, the movement of the train. The conductor is the one in charge, so he tells the engineer when to move the train and what not to do. But the engineer is the one that actually releases the brakes, pulls out the throttle, honks the horn, all of that. And we go about nine miles usually. Today we went initial mile and a half for about 13 miles round trip, uh, but normal, or sorry, about 21 miles round trip, sorry. Uh, but normal trips right around 18. Um, and that 2% grade of the rail, that's relatively steep for a train, isn't it? Yes, uh, that's about as steep as you want to get on a regular railroad. The steepest um, that's ever been done for a regular standard adhesion railroad, don't quote me on this, but it was over in uh, kind of Georgia areas, about 7%. Um, there's some air tracks over on Tennessee Pass um, where it's about 3%, 4%, uh, but 2% is about as much as you want to do because beyond that, you got to be really good at it. Um, so most railroads, they stick to 15 to 2%. Totally makes sense. I would imagine that there's not a whole lot keeping it on the tracks there once you start going uphill, other than just that general friction. So let me ask you this. How did you get started in conducting and engineering? Is that something you go to school for, to be a train conductor or train engineer? So typical story, always wanted to do as a kid. Um, realized what it was like on the big railroads. And for the big railroads, yes, you do have to go to school. Um, because you interchange with other railroads where you send some cars from one railroad to another, you have to know all the different ins and outs between each railroad. 
um, and you're required to have what's called an engineer's card. Our railroad is what's called insular. We're isolated from the National Rail Network. And so because of that, we don't interchange and don't need to have an engineer's card. And so as far as getting here, I just knew the family. Uh, I was like, hey, can I come work for a summer back in 2020? Um, and then a year later, the slot opened up for me to get trained up as an engineer. So about a year working on the train, working both in terms of the train crew and maintenance and all that. And as far as training for engineers, about 100 hours, we call it, within the seat with someone looking right over your shoulder. So. Totally makes sense, like an apprenticeship almost. Exactly. Awesome. So let me ask you one more one more question before I let you go. What's your favorite part of working here at the Leadville Railroad? I'd say the scenery and the people. Um, we get people from all walks of life, um, whether they're from out east, from here, um, potential business connections, all everything like that. Um, and then also the, the scenery. We get full four seasons up here, whether it's fall like we're getting into now, or full winter or summer all year long. So, you think the fall is really worth making the trip? Absolutely. The whole valley turns all sorts of shades of green, yellow, orange, red, purple, or not purple, gold. Um, it'd be kind of interesting if it was purple. Uh, I mean, we definitely see some purple in the peaks sometimes when the light hits it just right. Yes, we do. And then obviously, honestly, sometimes midsummer we get flowers that purple. So you never know. It's, it's all year round. All right. And before I let you go, can we just get one more fun fact from you? Yeah, sure thing. So right behind us is engine 1714. She's what's called an EMD GP9. She was built in 1955. And I like to jokingly call her a giant 16-cylinder Chevy because she was built by General Motors Electromotive Division. And even though she's a locomotive and not a car, um, she's built by General Motors, so Chevy. But then her engine itself is 16 cylinders. Each cylinder has 567 cubic inches of displacement, so times 16, and thus giving her about a 1,750 horsepower rating. That's absolutely incredible. Well, thank you so much, Sean, for all of the great information and everything, and I'm sure we will have to be back up to visit you guys again soon. Well, and we will be right back after a little bit more. Good morning, First part of our global broadcast exclusive conversation. The streets of Tahrir have once again been filled. Key issues here at the United Nations Climate Change Conference remain unresolved. Police are saying the protesters to move further and further away. I'm Amy Goodman. And I'm Juan Gonzalez. And those are some of the headlines. This is Democracy Now! Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. 
Join us in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. What an exciting morning, and I am super stoked. I'm smiling ear to ear. Fashion and an awesome human being. <laughs> Kaylee Gorbold, the new owner of Wild Heart. How are you doing, Kaylee? Doing well, thank you. It's been great talking to you. I, I love <laughs> you already, and I'm obsessed with what you have on. I'm obsessed with these clothing, or these clothing, with the clothing. See, I'm excited <laughs> about this. Um, how are you liking being the new owner of Wild Heart? Such a big deal and an awesome store. It is. I love it. I would have to say that going into work every day is yes. pretty awesome. I love that. Well, <laughs> yeah. and you have such good steez. That's what I like to say, steez and style. She walks in and I'm just going to be honest, I'm calling myself out and I'm like, that coat. She's like, we're selling that. I'm like, I'm buying it off of her after <laughs> I love it. You just have such great style and you're bringing you. it to an already amazing store. So how does that feel? What are you doing with this store? What does it look like now? Well, I'm going to try to keep it similar to how Kirsten had it. She did right. an amazing job. Amazing so job. keep the price points, keep it fun and affordable. Right. I'll probably just bring in a few more more trends. I mean, like this year, the sequins and shine are kind of the trends. I so love it. We're going to test out the waters with these um, styles and see what happens. And that's the nice thing about this price point is you can kind of test things yes. out. And I love that you said that as well because it's so true. You have affordable clothing where you can kind of say, I mean, let's be honest, I take risks all the time. So yeah. this to me is like not that crazy to other people. <laughs> they might be, girl, I would wear this all the time. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if it's something that you feel you wear once and you didn't feel it, you didn't vibe with it, it doesn't matter because you didn't right. break the bank. But exactly. I feel like wearing this, you're going to want to rewear it. I mean, who wouldn't? I, know. I love so it. so cool. I wrote you. I remember when you were <laughs> buying on the shopping trip on Instagram, and I was like, please, yes, it's amazing. And then this coat, this piece, I feel like you can dress this up. You can tone it down. It is exactly. so beautiful. And how much are the price points at your store? So, I mean, honestly, I think the most expensive thing yeah. is probably like 80 or eighty dollars a, a jean a pair of jeans amazing and everything else is really in the probably upper 50s maybe yeah a dress is 58 maybe I in the it. 60s um you're speaking my language i know i know <laughs> it is it's so nice to be able to go in and just feel like you can walk out with a whole outfit right and um it's affordable so well, it's great i love kaylee too because you're having so much fun with it and you can feel it like how cool and you also have i think we have a piece under here oh here yeah. we go yeah the outfit you know and how cute is this it's super simplistic on the top and mm -hmm. then super fun and funky mm -hmm. on the sleeves this is something that i would love and again under 50 dollars exactly. you can't go wrong with this right. i'm so excited and i love that you and kirsten are friends the old 
owner yeah. of Wild Heart and that yeah. you've kept, and it was important to you because you said that to me right away. Yeah. You know, it's still this the same store, same vibe, mm -hmm. just adding a little bit of sparkle. Yes, just a little bit of an edge uh, to yes. it probably. And like you said about this, I love that you said that you can dress this up and down yes. because what I'm wearing, just a black shirt and jeans and boots, to me, you could put this over it. It's just a duster. Or you could dress it up with like a black dress. I'm just smiling because heels. I'm like, if you see me on a Good Morning Video tomorrow oh, yeah. rocking this, don't be shocked because it probably is going to have. Well, and that's true. You're right because I was thinking even like a leather pants are kind of yes. in. We were just talking about a leather pant, a black top, or whatever, any color top, and then wearing this over it or a fancy yeah. dress. You exactly. Know? It can I go love like that. so many ways. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. So do we have anything to, that you're looking forward to? You're the new owner of a oh, no. brand new, amazing, well, not newest, over, right. a new shift, a new yes. take on the store. Are you looking forward to anything? Well, I'm looking forward to the holidays okay. and just sort of seeing how everything does. All um, of sort of my buy is slowly transitioning in. The store is becoming more of like right. my buy, yes. for, and, um, which is fun to see and to see if people like it and to... You know, you, when somebody walks out of the store without buying anything, you're like, hold on, what did you want? Right, like, like what were like, you looking I for? I want to know because I want to you know, be here for our customers and right. sort of help them find what they want. So, yeah, that's really what I'm looking forward well, to. And I have to tell you, from I've been in probably four or five, I'm calling myself out four or five times <laughs> since you have taken over. Uh -huh. It is incredible, and I've heard nothing oh, but amazing feedback. Good, thank so you. That's, I really mean that. And I appreciate that. And you do a great job as well, I should say, because on Instagram, now you know social media Ooh. is the way that people you know that you show so many new items coming I'm in. Trying. I mean, I've gone on to Instagram and been like, can you hold this for me, please? Yeah, <laughs> and I have had people, but it is not my forte. By yeah. any means, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. It's a whole other job. It, it is. really it is. is. I mean, it's a lot, so. but I am so excited to see all the pieces. And how often do you get new clothing into the store? Literally every day. Every day. Um, at least, wow. I should say, at least right now during this season. Okay. During the transition seasons, pretty much every day we're getting new styles in. So, Well, and that's exciting because like you said, fun. we have Thanksgiving. We have yes. all these holidays coming up, holiday right. parties, everything happening. Exactly. So, yeah. What is your kind of new favorite thing that's in this store right now? Well, I love this skirt. I knew you were going to say that. Skirt. I love this skirt. That, that's me. Um, you know, so some cute. of my friends will come in the shop and they'll be like, Kaylee, this is you. You know, don't just buy for you. And I'm yeah. like, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. So, um, but I do, I love sort of fun, crazy things every uh, once in a while. So I love it. I think it's yeah. great. Well, and I love too that you have pieces that you can layer over that right. are just kind of like um, base layers. Exactly. And so if yeah. you come in and you're maybe not feeling the sparkle moment or you're not that adventurous, <laughs> It's okay because you yes. still, and you have cute, I mean, I'll be, I just bought some slippers from yeah. you guys. Okay. The other day. Yeah. <laughs> Rainbow, love yes. them. Yes. And you have cute beanies and you have jewelry yeah. and you have, I mean, it's, the list goes on and on yes. and on. And I mean, I love, I love the shop and I love where it is. I feel like where we are is that one stop shop. You can go yes. get your nails done. You oh yeah, we should lunch. say where Wild Heart yeah. is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's in um, Edwards Corner in Edwards. Yes. Yes. So near like Hobie and Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, and exactly. it is a one-stop shop because let's yeah. see, we have like the Drunken Goat, we have yes. Hobie and Harrison, we have Chip and Nail, we have the bank, we have a jeweler. A jeweler, <laughs> a nail salon, a pet store. Yeah. Oh, the pet store. A barber. A barber. barber. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. The list goes another hair Oh, a hair salon. Oh, no. Oh my gosh. You can it's get your hair, place. nails, all of it. Get, I love it. You could it. do the whole day. You could get a new yeah. outfit, get your hair and nails done, and be a whole new woman or man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So what are you, like, what is the 
the big thing that you have in the oh so i'll say i know that i went in the other day and you had the poofy i don't know the puffy um purses yes i don't know yes. what we call like the yeah. Puff purse. Um, yeah, puff, puffy purses. Puffy purses. I mean, puff purse. And that's yeah. a trend. It and is. It's it super is. cute. It's a trend. I'm, you know, living here sometimes, I'm not sure if we're like fully right. on the trend. I right. feel like we're a little behind, so I never know. <laughs> totally. I never know. Like, but I, again, that's one of my things where I'm going to take, take a, a step out there and take that. a risk and see what happens because yeah. I personally love them and try to keep up with the trends and we'll see love, what happens. Well, and I have to say, um, the people that work in your store are so good at what they do. They and are. I cannot think of her name right now. Um, she's darling and she's on a lot of the Instagram pictures. Isabel? Yes. Isabel, yeah. She helped me the other day and um, she's great. We are the two tall women. And yes, we are both exactly. six foot tall and we're all like, and yes. it's not easy. And so you no. have tall jeans now. Girl, yes. I am so excited about this moment. <laughs> well, no, no. And we carry small through large. Yes. And I would say that that's the best thing about having our great um, team is that they can help you like she our really, largest sometimes yes. run extra large. So right. and our smalls can tend to run um, extra small. So if we know what we're doing, then we can really help our customer. Uh, she was so great too, mm -hmm. because she really, I came in like a whirlwind tornado and I had yeah. just a couple of minutes and she really was on it and She's helped awesome. me and so sweet. And then I even, it was really cool because she helped a woman and she was honest. She's like, I don't know if we carry that, but I know this store and that's real. I mean, right. that's awesome that we you want to support her. Yes. Our local business. I'm a big fan. If you can't, yeah. Thank <laughs> big you. fan here at wild, um, at wild heart. Yeah. You can come wild join heart. Kaylee, so what are your hours looking like right now? We are open 11 to 6, Monday through Friday. Okay. 11 to 5 on Saturday and 11 to 3 Sunday. Okay. Um, during the week before Christmas, we'll probably adjust those hours from like 10 to 6. So open an hour earlier. Awesome. Just for extra shopping. And I know you have a little party coming up. Yes. Okay. We're having a holiday party on November 15th. Okay. From 5 to 7. So we'll have some bubbly, um, some cake pops awesome. and um, some all of this fun holiday sparkle uh, and shine will be and we'll decorate the store a little bit. So it'll be just a fun atmosphere. Kaylee, you made my morning. I, I'm smiling good. ear to ear. I'm so stoked. And again, um, good morning, Vail viewers. I will be rocking some of these Yay. items. So no. <laughs> Thank it. you so much, Kaylee, and keep Thank on doing you. you. I, we love what you're doing with the store. You. And yes, Wild Heart, check it out. I love it. And I should say this as well, is that a lot of people go into stores thinking that maybe everyone else is going to be wearing what they're wearing. Right. At Wild Heart, you have so many different options that I really, uh, things that I've no. worn, I haven't seen. No, and we only so, get six of them. So oh, once that's they're great. gone, they're gone. They're gone. So yeah. you can feel unique at Wild Heart. Mm -hmm. Keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Veil to come. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde 
con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Hey, Kim and I back on camera here. Glad to have you with us here in Vail today. It's uh, nice and sunny out here first thing, right? It's warmed up a bunch. Stunning. Yeah, I'm ready to take this coat off and this beanie. Go ahead, yeah. do it right now. Take that beanie <laughs> off. My hair is going to look crazy. <laughs> look at my hair. <laughs> it, is that time, it is that time of day. <laughs> it's that time of day every day for me. I just go. I just let it do its own thing. It's going to be sunny out here. It's a beautiful day in Vail. We got temperatures are going to get into the mid-50s by mid-afternoon and bright sunshine. Good weather. With right? the sunshine, it already feels like the mid-50s. Doesn't it feel it, it really already? Uh, your hourly forecast, sunshine through the day. More cloud cover in the afternoon as this low-pressure system makes its way out of the Pacific Northwest. Bring in some cloud cover this afternoon and a pretty heavy breeze. We're going to have gusts up to 25 miles per hour today. Um, Denver, it's going to be nice in Denver today, though. It really is. You know, summertime temperatures still 70, 74 for the high. And as you continue to make your way towards us, you know, Vail, it'll be 55. Avon, 59. Eagle, 61. And sunny for, the, for a good part of the it's day. It's springtime, and hard to believe we're supposed to be getting some snow. I know, right? <laughs> uh, tonight we're going to see a low of 33 degrees, partly cloudy skies, a 50% chance of some snow showers coming our way. Still breezy, winds out of the west-southwest, 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then 
jumping ahead. We got four days until we open on Friday, but we got. Uh, it's it's going to be just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, the next couple of days we have some moisture. Yeah, tonight bit. after midnight, yep. you're looking at 60% chance of snow. 39 uh, currently, although it feels warmer here, and high of 55 as we as we mentioned earlier. So definitely a gorgeous time uh, to be outside before those winter temperatures and storms roll in. But then Thursday, 40 degrees, and uh, you know we're looking at 50% chance, partially cloudy. Friday, just about the same. It's going to be Friday, fun day. Mostly mo Friday, fun day. <laughs> mostly funny. <laughs> I don't know if the map still says it, but it did say mostly funny first thing this morning instead of mostly sunny. So Yeah, we like to have some fun. And that's and that's perfect <laughs> That's perfect for Friday because it is opening day. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, right here at the base of Gandhi 1 and over in Lion's Head at the base of the Born Free Express, lift number 8, parties, celebrations, music. We like fun. We like parties, celebrations, and music for sure. It's going to be nice. It'll be super nice. I'm excited to get out and, and be part of the crowd and, and be my first official season as well. God, local. that sun feels good right now, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, I, I don't uh, think we're going to We just back finished inside. the weather maps the last two days. What do we have coming up for Saturday and Sunday? Well, Saturday and Sunday, sunshine's going to be out just like it is right now. You right know, here. we're looking at a, a high of 46, so make sure you wear that sunscreen when you're out on the slopes. And then a uh, low of 20, so it will be chilly Saturday night. And then Sunday, sunny, 52 degrees, low of 27. Gorgeous weather. That's right. Four so, days until we open here for the season. And uh, the energy of, you saw all the people up there getting ready to go. We got Gretchen in the studio. I know she's fired up for this. And we're going to take it back to her right now so she can uh, wrap it up. You want to tell her anything? What do you well, got? you know, I think she's uh, she's definitely ski stoked. So can't wait to uh, to hear and learn all of the ways from Gretchen. But it's been a great Tuesday. A lot of right. fun being out here with Mark. So uh, on behalf of Kim and myself, we're going to sign off. Gretchen, back to you in the studio. Thank you guys so much. What an awesome morning. Oh my goodness, I am stoked. Opening day on Friday, clothing. We talked about really serious things as well and Colorado Gives Month is so very important. Please remember to give. It's an awesome way to give back. Thank you guys for watching. I am stoked to see you tomorrow for more Good Morning Avail. Have a great Tuesday and get out there and vote. <laughs>